Welcome to Tiger Bites, the Tiger Tactics podcast, where we ask 10 questions of leading attorneys in the United States about what drives their firm forward. Today, your host is Bill Umansky. Hey, Bill Umansky, the lawman with Tiger Tactics. I want to talk to my friend Raul Palik. Today, I want to talk to you about, you read our book, Tiger Tactics, right? And before we came on, we talked about some of the different areas that you had not really gone over, which was uh, vision for your practice. You were very honest with me. You were like, kind of like, well, you know, that's the one area I haven't really thought about. So let, let's talk about that. And before we do so, uh, let's talk a little bit about how you became a lawyer and, and, and what, what made you, what kind of work you do. Sure. That sounds good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm from Houston, Texas, went to law school out there, moved out here to Florida um, with my fiance, who's from here. And uh, first year, I think we actually shared the same uh, employer at one point, uh, worked for Barry Miller downtown. He does a lot of real estate. I know you worked for him as well. And then uh, after that, went over to the state attorney's office, worked there for about almost two years, got some trial experience, met a lot of good people. Um, left there, worked for one of the preeminent defense attorneys here in town, who's a good friend of both of ours as well, Amir Ladan. Worked there for about a year, um, and then uh, I joke with him. I tell him that he taught me too fast um, and ended up opening up my own practice um, you know, downtown as well, do criminal defense. And Listen, business. that was no joke. Amir was crushed, you know. <laughs> we actually sent him this he's... podcast, and he's a buddy of mine. You heard his feelings, bro. No, I mean, he's okay. Nah, he's all right. I saw nah, him recently. He's all right. Yeah, he hired someone better looking and smarter than you is what I heard on the street. Nothing I, I mean, he's guy, definitely better looking. <laughs> guy bench press is like 700 pounds from what I hear. Yeah, dude's a beast. Dude's a beast. I don't even know if he's really a lawyer. I think he's like a wrestler or something and it wears his every day. <laughs> so anyway, dude, the uh, and yeah, we did both work for the same employer, uh, employer Barry Miller and uh, we, we, we both decided it'd be mutually beneficial if both of us just said good <laughs> things about Barry, right? That's very true. All right, great. And Barry's got a very successful practice in town, and you probably learned a lot of stuff of, you know, he was a business guy too, so you probably learned a lot from him. Is that right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He, he's a great lawyer and a really, really smart businessman, a very, very savvy real estate investor as well, so... Yeah. Um, he's done very well for himself, both Absolutely. with his law firm and real estate. Absolutely. And then I know when you tried cases at the state attorney's office, you had a little bit of a reputation of being tough. Is that is that right? Uh, I mean, maybe. Yeah. When it comes to going to trial. Yeah, I think I was very reasonable as far as offers and, and things like that. Um, actually, the defense bar was very friendly to me when I came out and became a defense attorney. So. I must have done something right as far as you guys were concerned. But um, oh, yeah, yeah go- you're, you're always a gentleman. But I think in the, in the practice of criminal defense, as a trial lawyer, though, you were a beast, I heard. I appreciate that. I love going to trial. That's, I mean, I still to this day love going to trial, and I feel like I'm just scratching the surface. I, I love going to trial. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So, so yeah, I appreciate that. Um, that means something right in, in trial, so that's always good. Well, now let's let's talk about that and let's talk about vision for your firm. Um, sure. Because I know that you were a former Marine, you know, uh, a large a large part of that. Did that have a factor in you becoming an attorney? You know what? I don't know if it had a factor in me becoming an attorney, like the decision. But it's been a, I mean, it's been a huge factor in how I operate as an attorney and now as a business owner. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, absolutely. Served four years in the Marine Corps with the 3-5 Marines um, as an infantryman in Lima Company and uh, learned a lot there. And I, I do every morning take that and implement it into my practice as far as discipline, structure, organization goes. And it's just something I can always fall back on. Um, it's just always something I can fall back on. You can always be organized. You can always do the work. You can always, you know, put in the effort. And um, those are things you can control. It feels good. So it's very similar to being in the military, uh, any branch, and um, and being a business owner. It's it's very similar, actually, the principles. So let, let's talk about that. So, you know, you had told me candidly that one of the things that you're working on is vision for your firm and that that was one of the things that you were procrastinating about. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm still procrastinating. I'm procrastinating about it right now on the phone. I really don't want to talk about it, but uh, wait, wait. you're good. You're good at that. Uh, we're going to get that out of you because we're going to try <laughs> to help you, dude. You're a great guy. I, I want to uh, see you succeed. So I appreciate it, Bill. Yeah. So um, you gave me some bits of information that I that I got from this call and before. One is that you love trying cases. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. You were a former Marine. And, uh, you know, that wasn't the reason you became a lawyer, but you learned some valuable lessons being a Marine, right? Absolutely. Yep. And the type of law that you practice is criminal and business litigation. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. So when we talk about vision, tell me something about your love for being a trial lawyer. Would you like to, would you like to see that in your practice? Would you like to spend more time trying cases or doing the ministerial business things right now uh, as you see your next five years in practice? I'm actually in the process of hiring a, like a bona fide paralegal um, and legal assistant, which is great. They could probably take some off my plate, but yes, ideally I'd like to move into a place where I'm, I'm trying cases, especially on the civil side of things, construction disputes, um, you know, breach of contracts that, that are pretty major high stakes. Those, those types of cases I found it been pretty fun. I've I've had the privilege really of doing about two or three of those at arbitration and they have been just incredible because you're going up against people who are really just at the top of their game. I mean, they they know every single one of those 400 exhibits that they've got in their binders. They know when to use their ammo, you know, what what to do with it. It's it's incredible. So that it it just time kind of stops for me when when I'm litigating and it's very fun. I think it's like playing sports to be honest with you or maybe an instrument. I don't play an instrument, but I would imagine. So so that's interesting rule. So you already got a part of your vision right there which you don't even realize, but you you say, you know, your your vision for your firm is where someone else is handling the administrative stuff, you're handling the trial because time stops and you like a high challenging playing field or a sport that's competitive because you you want something that's intellectually challenging and something that's going to make you feel as if there's no other time but the present. Is that right? I think that's great. Yeah, Bill, you definitely summarized that up. What do you coach or something? You coach lawyers? Not, not yet, but why don't you think <laughs> maybe, you sh- maybe that's something you start writing down on the weekend. No, absolutely. Um, you, so you you're brought, absolutely right. Yeah, think about that. And then you brought up another thing, which is, Right. So when the Marines are training an infantryman, uh, what is their vision for the perfect soldier? Um, I mean, it depends what you're doing and what your job is. But for the most part, it's pretty much leadership taught through, you know, through the ranks. I mean, officers more than enlisted. But at the end of the day, someone who takes initiative um, has the endurance, mental, physical, uh, emotional to get the job done. 
um, you know, has the confidence, just basically has a, has the leadership abilities to to do what they have to do and then to to do it with bearing. So meaning that you're not complaining, you're not making faces when things are hard and you're not getting too high when things are good. Um, and you're making sure that your brothers are doing the same thing. So, so uh, I, I guess it chalked it down to leadership. And, and again, just having those those traits to make sure that you can get things done. So, Raul, let me ask you a question. Was that was those four years in the Marines something you're proud of? And was that something that you saw the organization of a unit working as a team to get goals accomplished? 100%. Would that be something that you might incorporate as far as a structure or value system in your own law firm? So my, my, my question for you is, you know, is as you're visioning a law firm, let's say you're mm-hmm. making that first hire as a paralegal mm-hmm. and you're going to end up bringing on, uh, you may bring on another lawyer or another employee after that. What kind of vision would you see or have would be the perfect environment, working environment in your office? And would, would that assimilate some of the values that you learned as a Marine or would that mimic some of the values that you learn as a Marine? What would be the vision of your working space in place? Sure, sure. No, I see where you're getting at. Would be a little bit different because obviously the objective's different. But I mean, I think positivity's got to be at the top of there. So that's not necessarily a leadership trait in the military or in the Marine Corps. But for my law firm, it's got to be number one. I mean, you got to have a positive attitude. As you know, our work is not easy. It's stressful. We deal with people that are really stressed out. You know, they got a lot on their plate and they're looking at some severe consequences, whether that's on, you know, whether it has to do with their life savings on the business litigation ends of things or their liberty and their actual freedom on the criminal defense. We got to stay positive. That's number one, positive atmosphere. Um, People that take initiative, number two, uh, you got to take initiative. doesn't matter if you're the lowest man on the totem pole, you have to do your job and, and to take initiative to do more. Um, and I'm actually lucky right now, the, the lady that I have, who's my receptionist right now, she, she's got both those things locked in. So yeah, just got to think about it. I'm just kind of spitballing with you right now, answering your question, but it would, I definitely know that I need to get together a couple of traits that I would like every employee to have. And more importantly, that I would like to, you know, continue to hammer into everybody and to personify myself so that, um, you know, I'm leading from the front type of deal. Would you like to have a, would you like to own your own building or rent a space or work virtually from your home? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, For the foreseeable future rent, just so that I'm, you know, uh, it's an expense, a monthly expense. I don't have to worry about taxes and all that. I don't want to interrupt you. Forget the foreseeable future. What I'm asking for is if you had the vision of where you wanted your firm to go um and where you'd want to see yourself let's let's not just talk about renting like what would the space feel like what would it look like uh where would you feel great um what what does that place look like you don't need to be scared of that you don't need to be scared of how much money it's going to cost right now it's sure. a vision that you're that you're trying to you're you're, you're, you're trying to accord to you have you thought about that at all I have more more along the lines I was getting at with the practical rather than the the no limits, which is really where I really need to get to. But I would say owning, definitely owning somewhere downtown, whether that's, you know, in one of the 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 high rises or it's an actual uh, building, like a two story building um, in some of these historical districts or even down Robinson has a lot of attorneys down there. Um, definitely owning. And as far as the atmosphere or the feeling of it goes, it, I, you know, I want it to be 
to be bright if that makes sense maybe not just the lighting just uh, i don't want it to be like a, a damp like kind of dark old house kind of feeling which i get that feeling sometimes when i go into various businesses that have similar types of properties but something brighter something more modern um maybe like a, a more modern place on robinson street for our national listeners that's a a street down in Orlando that's a bunch of lawyers and there's some right. cute old houses, but there's some modern structures going up as well. Exactly. Um, so uh, have you thought about like um, what you like most about your work and what you envision more of what you would like most more about and also what you don't like about uh, the work you do now, and what you would like to envision having to do almost nothing of like, for example, for myself, I love negotiating cases uh, but right. I don't like uh, monitoring interrogatories. So you know, right. my vision, right. when I did my vision of how my workspace would be, I, I, I went in what that day would look like uh, as a lawyer when I was practicing more, especially, um, and what I would not do. So what are the things that you vision that you love doing besides trying cases and what you would like to eliminate? Because that's also part of your vision. Sure. So more of which will again come with time, just having employees would be managing the team and not, not like not micromanaging the team, but helping everybody grow and accomplish their personal goals within the firm as well. And then obviously now they're, they're more valuable to me too. And so they're adding a lot of value. So self-development through, through the job, through, through the firm, um, continuing to push those values that we talked about that type of aspect, kind of, you know, helping my team or working with my team and being a team member as well. Um, that's very appealing to me as far as the work goes, things I don't like. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't, I don't really like getting discovery and, and just organizing it. I don't like doing the data entry when I hire a client and just typing in their name and phone number and sending out a case closed case open stuff like that. That's all all of that stuff. I'd like to delegate out to a paralegal um, eventually, you know, delegate a lot of court dates or hearings for criminal cases that are pretty routine hearings out to an attorney, have them grow, you know, have them get better as trial attorneys, um, support them in whatever they wanted to personally do and grow within the firm. Um, so I think more of a bigger picture, more of a, of a leading kind, kind of like looking at the forest instead of getting into the trees and then just being, you know, immersed in the, in the details of every single case. Whereas, yeah. Uh, if I have a case assigned to me, I can do that when I need to, but, um, but not, not, you know, on a day to day. Just last thing that I was going to think, you want to be a big forest or, uh, you know, a small forest, meaning do you want to hire 10 lawyers, three lawyers? Have you even given some thought or vision about that? Is that something you've thought about? You know what? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I, I think, Every time I thought about it, it was a small forest. It's three lawyers. But I guess, you know, I never really thought about a big forest. You know, a vision is good if you point it out maybe 10 years, like what it would look sure. like in, in 2030. I mean, yeah. Sure. Like how much do you think you want to make yeah. a year that's put yeah. in your pocket? Yeah, that's fair. I mean. You don't need to ten... explain that on a podcast, even though we're pretty yeah. transparent here. But. Something yeah. you need to think about maybe about what it looks like, how much you make a year, how much you take home, what kind of house sure. you have, what kind of lawyer you you work with, what kind of paralegal works for you, works with you, right. you know, right, right. Um, those are things that, you know, once you once you have those things in place and you can start thinking about other things, you'll have a vision in place. So is there one thing that you particularly learned about Tiger Tactics that you would like to share uh, briefly with our audience? 
you know what? I'll just do say this. Honestly, every single chapter you have, when you take them and then you put them together as a whole, it's all about like it's all about basically having that vision and then building it. As far as learning something from Tiger Tax, it's really just to learn from attorneys that have done it or attorneys that have built great firms, various different types of firms. Um, because I mean, there's so much I can learn from other attorneys and mentors that I really just I don't want to bang my head against the wall for 10 years and it'd be 2030, you know, like you mentioned. And um, I'm not where I, where my vision is supposed to take me. And I think that having mentors or even if you don't know them personally, just reading their material, just learning from their experiences that they put down on paper or on a podcast or something like that. Uh, it's, it's most certainly, a, you know, I think I call it a force multiplier because it takes, it takes years off of your learning curve to learn and really internalize things that other people have done and gone through that, that took years off of their, you know, their progress. And that's, that's pretty powerful. So um, that, that's probably where I'm at. Well, uh, Raul, I'm going to just tell you, and I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, you're a very humble guy. You're going to be a great lawyer. I, I think eventually you're going to be doing so much commercial litigation. You're probably not going to do much criminal work because I know the commercial stuff pays more and, you enjoy the intellectual challenge, but no matter what you decide to do, I think you're going to be humble and you're willing to learn and hopefully you'll work on that vision because that vision will set, set the groundwork for you trying to realize your dreams. Sure. Well, I appreciate it, Bill. That's a great compliment coming from you for a million reasons. And you know, you know what I think of you. So that I do appreciate that. And, and I appreciate you picking this, you know, making me talk about this topic because I already feel better about it, and I really do need to sit down. I'm going to hop on a plane tomorrow, actually, and I've got my laptop, and I was thinking, what am I going to work on? And um, but, you know, instead of doing the little things and being in the forest, I can do those when I land. I'm probably just going to work on this vision and, and hash it out over time. It's going to change, but well, it's good to, to start. Dude, and I'm here for you if you ever want to talk about it. So I'm going to let you go. Have a safe flight tomorrow. And this is Raul Parikh. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and it was a pleasure having you on, Rule, and we'll, we'll get together for a drink soon. No, pleasure's all mine. Thank you, Bill. Let's do it. Thanks for listening to Tiger Bites, the Tiger Tactics podcast. If you have read Tiger Tactics and want to be a guest, please visit Amazon.com to leave a review or go to TigerTacticsBook.com to join our mailing list. <laughs>